Welcome to the Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher Podcast, where we discuss various dog training topics to help you become the best leader for your dog. Marvin Pierce has over 20 years of experience with obedience training for dogs located in the Sherwood, Oregon area. Offering private lessons and group clinics, the dog teacher has been able to change the lives of dog owners by helping them develop and maintain an obedient dog. For more information, contact us at MarvinPierceDogTeacher.com. Morning, though. <laughs> After daylight, and it is now, that's what happens with our dogs training. People are like, well, my I, dog's really good, except... I accidentally pushed that button. She's like, people are like, my dog's really good, except... And what amazes me is how sweet people's dogs are, and then they bite people. Hey, Brett, is this mic supposed to be down here with me? Which one? No. One. This one. No. Or is this supposed to be out on the table? It's in between both of you guys right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Man. <laughs> That's where it needs to be. We'd be styling. So, uh, I'm guessing there's probably nobody on here yet. Uh, I saw Viata Harris. My mom. Oh, hey. saw a couple people She's on a roll. When's she, she going to come see us? Pretty soon. She could remind us tonight because I don't remember. Yeah, when are you going to come see us? Last time I didn't even get a visit with her because I was like busy. You were like goofing off drinking wine or something, tasting wine or something. And so, oh no, I think maybe it was cold and your mama's dinned up <laughs> and we were slaving. That's probably yeah, more I think like that might it. have been what happened. We got the of Annie Driver, Jessica Alvarez, and Charlene Folkman is with us. We're getting some new people on here. It's pretty fun. Uh, <clears throat> for people who are on here don't know, we actually do train dogs. And the Facebook Live started, I don't even know now, it's been a few years ago. I have no idea. Whenever COVID I hit, it's when COVID hit. <clears throat> so there's nobody around. <clears throat> I'm not even so sure that it, uh, if it didn't just start with me and an iPad. I think so. Dari helped me, and then Dari ended up, whenever she came back, uh, I think she stayed away for like three or four or five or six weeks or so. It was just me and me. People dropped their dogs off. Some of them didn't even get out of the cars. They just opened the hatch in the back from inside, and I'd grab their dog and hope they didn't get bit and take off. But a lot has changed now, and uh, we have more and more dogs. I don't know how many dogs we trained on last year, but... A couple. Yeah. The last I heard is over 200 and some dogs. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's quite a few different dogs, and you know me, I'm always proud of how many... Like Z was here today, and we was talking to the lady about how good job she done, because he's a Malinois, right? Australian Shepherd Malinois, yeah. which is a <clears throat> lot of dog. <clears throat> he was pretty honorary when we met him as a pup, and mm -hmm. he's cool now. I mean, he does really good, and, and the lady does really good with him. Her husband, the <laughs> son, I don't know. They do pretty good with him, they say, but I don't know. But he's just such a nice dog, and he comes up about once a week and hangs out and spends a day and goes out and plays with dogs and stuff. And I think it really helps those dogs uh, to be a better dog, to to be around different. And he meets new dogs probably every week or every couple weeks at least. He meets a new dog here. So it's fun to see that he gets along with whatever dog we put him with. And He does. I mean, even dogs that annoy him some, mm -hmm. he still puts up with them. So uh, we're looking for some good questions tonight. I think the ranch manager is going to be here this week, so we should have him to make a, a video to share. About something. Viata says, see you Friday. We have to Friday. answer Lily's question. 
Oh man, that's gonna be a stumper too. Yeah. I wonder if she's watching. Can't text her though. Nope. <laughs> you can message your mom on Facebook. That's true. You have her mom's Facebook? I do. I and think I can, we cannot I can. talk about, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that, uh, I think for me, a lot of the stuff with the dog training is so mental. I mean, it's just like people have a hard time realizing how much your mindset plays in your dog training. Uh, today I was watching lesson in round pen. I wasn't in it. Well, I walked through round pen, but we always try to tell people when they place their dog on a barrel, just walk off and, you know, have confidence. And I watched this one person walk off two or three times and his dog went right with him. He didn't even know it. He walked like 20 feet and they're like, hey, your dog's with you. Or I did. And he went and put the dog back on her and he had confidence and that's what he needed. But it was funny that he didn't, uh, he never lost his confidence, even if the dog got off. He still had confidence the dog was going to stay on the barrel. So it was pretty fun. I'm not sure if he ever won or not, because I left and went and done something else. But it was fun to see how much confidence the guy had in his dog. And I think it was because we told him, you know, that he needs to have confidence. And I think that's what made the biggest difference in it all. And you really want people to have so much confidence that they maybe do miss that their dog made a little mistake because we can help them fix that and it's way better if they expect the dog to be good than if they just stand there waiting for them to make yes. mistakes. Yes, and they do. I mean, dogs make mistakes, so does people, you know. But I think that sometimes we make a lot of mistakes by just not having no confidence in our dogs or ourselves. For sure. I mean, people get so beat up, they just think that, man, I just can't do it. And I don't know why anybody couldn't make a dog better, you know, or... Uh, keep a dog good that is good. Right. Other than, you know, there's a video or pictures on the internet now of me and Bluesy, Bluesy hanging out on the couch with me, mm -hmm. the pet bull. And he was cool with it. I asked him if he'd behave, and he told me he would, so I laid him up on the couch with me. And he hung out with me for a little while. But <clears throat> I don't never hardly put dogs on the couch. I was in the office, too. I wasn't in my house. But he, uh, he did not have no problem jumping up there and hanging out with me. He wasn't even all crazy. He just chilled out. So he's used to being on the couch, I was told. And Driver says, hi, Marvin. Hey, how are you tonight? Liz Shiver Holton says, when do you like to start teaching herding dogs basic commands? You know, you can literally, <clears throat> I mean, if, you, if a person wants to, you can start teaching them at 8, 10 weeks old. I, uh, I think one of the mistakes that sometimes people make with training dogs, herding dogs, is they want to try to herd stock and train the dog at the same time. And I talk about that a lot with team roping. I learned how to rope 20-some years ago. And I bought men a wore-out rope horse, and that's what I learned to rope on because he knew what we were doing, and no, I didn't. Right. So it gave me, the gave me all the benefit. I mean, I had the upper hand on learning how. And... With these pups, it doesn't matter the breed. I think uh, sometimes people skip the obedience part and go to the fun part, you know, of bird hunting or working stock or <clears throat> whatever you may be doing. They skip that part about 
really teaching a lot of good uh, obedience work. So you could take these pups eight, ten weeks old and start doing obedience training on them. And then by the time they're old enough to actually go to stock, they're, they've got a pretty good idea of what they need to do, you know, sit down, lay down, come to you. Uh, I mean, you can teach them bite on command at that age if you want. And so I think that that's one of the harder things. To, uh, me and Bianca started those two pups, and they had a lot of obedience. And I don't, my dog didn't have as much obedience work as yours did because mm-hmm. you took yours home, and I've seen you going across the fields with it running by your four-wheeler. I took it to the tire <clears throat> shop. I took it to Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I never done none of that with my dog. I don't even know if I ever took my dog off property. No. I don't think I did. Uh, and I don't know that you could really, I don't know if you could say either one was better than the other one as far as obedience work. I just didn't spend as much time. Now, if I would have took my dog to town, I would have still expected her to be good. She would have. Because of the obedience work that I did do Yeah, here. yeah. It w- there was uh, nothing difficult about taking Rebel any of those places. It was just doing it for fun. Yes, and it was because... You had taught Rebel some leash manners. Right, right. And that's what people don't do. And a down <coughs> and... And walk by you and not yeah. be pulling on you, you know. And I never taught her how to sit. I <clears throat> skipped that part. But yeah, I just downed her. Yeah. But there's so many people that skip that little things, those little parts with the puppies. And, and it was hard for me because I'm just so excited and eager to work her on yeah. stock. And if I, I wouldn't have been them. there coaching you, you would have ruined her. Oh, I would have made you know, a beast. Because you would yeah. have went right to the stock and started working and screaming and hollering. And For sure. Cussing and cussing. Uh, Beth is on here, which means Lily might be watching. Hey, Beth. Hey, Lily. <laughs> so, Beth, is Lily watching? She has a question. Yeah, she did. She asked. She worked really hard. She spent time working on the obedience is, with the uh, dog. Jared and Beth's daughter. Yes, and she's Jared nine. Jared has H- D.C. Lee Ranch. Lee H.D.C. Ranching. Yeah. Yeah. And he's down in Mississippi, and he's got our pups down there. That's where Bianca went and spent a week. His wife and daughter is on here, and his daughter is the one on the pictures on our stuff yeah. with Bianca. Yeah. She was teaching Bianca how to work dogs down there, and she's nine years old. Yeah. So. She was she was schooling on my yeah. mental game a little bit, too. <laughs> it's pretty fun uh, how much that kid knows at her age. You know. Beth said she's coming. She's bringing Piglet in. <laughs> What's Piglet? One of their... Oh, farm animals? Yeah, ones. one of their many cute little farm animals. <laughs> <clears throat> but it's so fun for me, and it's fun because Bianca got to go down there. You know, I don't think we've been on the Facebook... Since you were there? No, we haven't. So yeah, we, Bianca we spent the week down there uh, with Jared and Beth at their place working cow dogs. And she worked dogs all day. And it's a whole different mentality, a whole different world working dogs like that. It is, yeah. Uh, and it's a lot like what we do with our stuff, problem dogs, is because every time you turn around, you have a different dog and they're at a different level. And uh, so you really have to have your game together on what you can go do. For sure. I wouldn't have been ready to do what I got to do there a year ago. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, it's just really yeah. fun to, for me, it's always fun to do that. And that's why in our kennels, you know, I get bored with dogs that are really easy uh, pretty quickly. I like working with them, especially like we go to town or something, you know, it's mm-hmm. fun getting them to heal around dogs and stuff. But for here, for me, I like to honor our dogs and, uh, and now Bianca's kind of like an honorary dog, so it makes it a little bit harder because I had to share the honorary dogs when I get here with her. I don't get all of them now, so. Um, 
So is Lily on her? She is, yes. <clears throat> so Lily has a question. Uh, so she worked really hard. She spent time working on some obedience with the dog. When she started walking back towards the kennel, she got confident and she let go of the leash and the dog ran off. Where did it go? Away. To the kennel or the stock <laughs> or down the road? Or down the, the road a little bit and then around and back. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the one her little sister caught? Yes. Oh. <laughs> In her little battery. Yeah. <laughs> Jeep coming down the driveway. <laughs> We didn't tell on you, Lily. Not on <laughs> social media. Or uh, but, you know, Lily, the thing is, for me, I feel there's so many times is, like we were just talking, evidently you weren't on here, about how people skip parts in their training. Right. Uh, and I, that's why I learned with sport right. to catch him because I taught him to stay on his side of stock. And, and good obedience to you is... Not pulling on a leash, right. walking always, nicely on a always leash. Always come to you when you call them. Coming to you mm. when you call them. The cow dog world. Without a leash. Yeah, the cow dog world is so different, I feel, because there's so many great cow dogs that will stay with you without a leash, but will pull on you with a leash. Right. Or cross you and go to the left side, right side, right. behind you, in front of you. Just because so many of the cowboys are not knocking no cowboys, but so many of them don't really need a leash. They, they don't, don't ever, have a leash. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. jump on their horse, they jump on their quads, right. side by side, whatever, and they take off and their dog's not on a leash. Right. The dog either loads up or runs along with them, you know. Right. And so I learned from going to Red Bluff how important leash work was. Yeah. Because I had a dog drug me for like three days down there. Yeah. And he was a big dog, and I never leash trained him. I mean, he just stayed with me. Right. But they had us to put leashes and collars on them down there, and they had to stay on it while we were there. And so for me, I think whenever it comes to, you know, my first dog I ever trained, <clears throat> I talked about it, it was like 93, 94. I taught it everything without a pinch collar, mm -hmm. without a slip leash, and without an e-collar. Right. When but... One thing I thought is Lily is set up with those pens. She could take a dog into the pen with a long line and a collar and do like she does with the leash and, and start practicing the recall. Well, I think them. I'm going to go down there and train with them. For a few Lily, years. what do you think about Marvin coming down to train yeah. with you? Teach you how to train mm -hmm. some more obedience. I mean, to me, I think that would be always the way to go, but... Uh, She's going to say she wants me to come. Yeah, right. She'll be like, Marvin, come down no, here. No, I'm her yeah. best friend. She's nah, my best friend. She'll trade you in like a wet rag. <laughs> but you know what I'm going to do, uh, Lily, is I'm going to have Bianca to... Bianca has not watched these videos, Lily, so... <laughs> but if she would have watched these videos... She's a better listener <clears> than I am, yeah, Lily. If, if Bianca would have watched these videos, Lily, when she was in Mississippi... She would have been like, hey, you know what? Marvin has a video. Hey, you know what? Lily, your dad has a video. Well, if he didn't loan it out like I do. <laughs> your dad has a video. Uh, uh, it's What's the name how of it? How to Teach Recall? I think it's How to Teach a Recall, but it's actually Teaches a Recall with an Electric Collar. Okay. And I, I, me and Bianca will have to watch that video again because it's been a long time ago. I don't even know when I made that video. Uh it's know. a pretty old movie. <laughs> but it's really good quality. Uh, I hired a guy that's a real professional video guy. You will learn something and from it. I had five videos made th with him, 
And your dad has, I'm sure your dad has, I've made seven videos, and I think that Jared has all seven of them. So if you can find those, uh, watch the video on Teach and Recall. And, you know, me, I always had to watch what I say. Because I'm talking to a nine-year-old kid here like I'm talking to an adult. She is kind but of. But she will understand me <laughs> yeah. like I'm talking yeah. to her, where most adults won't get what I'm trying to say. But Lily will get the majority of it. But, I mean, I, I always had to watch what I say sometimes because of the fact that some people will get pissy because they won't understand it like Lily will. Right. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, for me, sometimes, <clears throat> if you, especially with the collar that Jared just got from you, mm -hmm. not the the round one, but the smaller one, controller. If you put that on a dog, especially the hanging tree dogs, the cow dogs, the hanging tree dogs, shouldn't say boar collars, but hanging trees. But if you put those on that dog, like Bianca's talking about, you put a long line on that dog, and you be nice to it, and you teach, don't get attitude. Mm -hmm. And you put, like Bianca was saying, a long line on that dog, and you put that collar on level one, and you say name and come, and as soon as that dog looks at you, you let the button go and say, good girl, good boy, and that pup dog will start coming to you. And then you just keep adding more distance and more distance and more distance. And then in those big pins, you know, there's so many times, look, the big pins that you're in, I don't think your dogs can get out, correct? Correct. Unless they jump fence. The, yeah, the, there's some that are pretty solid, though. But if you put those dogs in that pen, even once you've done the long line thing a few times, and then you take the long line off of it and you do the same thing. And sometimes you'll have to move with them. Most of those pins, I think, are round that I've seen in the videos. Uh, I haven't been down there for a long time, but they were round. And so you just have to help your dog find you, if that makes sense. You call your dog to you, you pat your leg, you tell them good when they look at you, when they start to you, you make it fun, good girl, good boy, and you pat your leg, and then you pet them when you get there, and you have fun with them. It's not about being, uh, uh, it's not about aggravating them or, or scaring them. It's about teaching them they come to you. They get petted and everything's fun, and they'll come to you. And don't go out of that pen until you get them really good, you know? And then for me, before I would go out of my pen, I mean, talk to your dad, get your dad to help, you know? Uh, get his approval, whatever. But you put your sheep over there somewhere so your dogs have a distraction once you get them coming to you really good and then you work on it some more. And then you get your dad to come out there and work another dog on those stock and you call that dog to you. You'll be amazed in days how fast it'll work that dog come to you. So Lily said, that sounds good, you coming down there. I told you. <laughs> She's going to trade you in like a hot potato. <laughs> Patrick Bauer says, hey, Marvin. Or, hey, Patrick, how you doing, man? Uh, hey, and anybody that's on here needs a good dog. We've got... Uh, uh, bluesy? Yeah, Bluesy here, the big pit bull. He needs a home. He's a cool dog. He's on the couch with me the other day hanging out. <laughs> and then we've got uh, Rambo. Yeah. Rambo's a mastiff mix of some kind from the Newburg Shelter. And he's been here for a couple of weeks, and he's cool. We've got him in town, and <clears throat> he wasn't got neutered today, so he's up for adoption now. We'll keep him here a few days, make sure he heals up good and stuff. But if anybody on here wants to check these dogs out, they think they might want them, all you got to do is get a hold of us and come up and look at them. 
uh, with the Newberg Shelter Dogs and Home Depot, uh, Home Home Depot, Homeward Bound Dogs, <laughs> we've been taking them and Home working Depot with them a few weeks. Dogs. Yeah, we work with them a few weeks, get them doing really good, and then we take them back to shelter, and that way more foot traffic can see them than they can here, and then we can bring another dog up and work with it. So, Candy Miss Pagel says they're very happy with the output output of Spirit that is staying with you guys currently. Oh yeah, Spirit's cool. She is. She's a whole different dog. Mm -hmm. She's not all growly and stuff now. And her and uh, what's her name growled at Randy and Ken the other day. Piper. Yeah, Piper or, started it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Spirit joined in, and they were both. Piper did the, great in town today. Yeah. Mariah did really great with her. They're going to be good dogs. I mean, they're already just a whole different world with them, so it makes it fun to see the change. We don't that. have any dogs in right now that I don't feel are really progressing. Nicely. Yeah. Luna's the one that made this this day and night different. Yeah, she's chilling now. Yeah, it's fun to see the difference. She was a little bit Case wired they before. all do that. <laughs> <laughs> but some of them, and then it's different, you know, with uh, Luna, she was more worried about the world, I think. Uh, and then Sandy, she was like always looking for a way out because she just didn't like being nowhere. Right. It didn't matter where she was. Even her mom and dad were here with us in their lesson. She still wanted to leave. She didn't want to be Uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And now she chills out pretty good. So, Brett, you got anything? Yeah. Did we already say Ann Driver said hi, Marvin? Yes. Uh, let's see. Mariah said he did, in fact, win a while ago. Yeah, Mariah was on. Uh, Gene Childers said a quick What fire. did Mariah say? He did, in fact, win. I don't remember what she was referring to. Yeah. With a laughing face. Uh-oh. So something funny. Uh, Jane Childer said, a quick hi from Charlie's mom. I want to stay on, but my husband's food bowl is empty and I need to take him to I'll hop on later and listen. Put him in time out. Oh, Put him on a barrel funny. or a chair or something for a while. <laughs> Candy Lynn Miss Bagel says, thank you for our sweatshirts today. That was a surprise. Oh, you're welcome. That must have been spirit. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about that dog and around here. Liz Scheiber-Holton says, what is the best form of reward this border pup isn't interested in treats? What's the best what? Uh, what is the best form of reward? Good. Just the word good. I mean, if you make word good exciting and fun. You make it mean something and to And make the sure dog. they're being good when you use the word good. Uh, to me, I've had so many dogs that would accept that way over a treat. Uh, sometimes it depends on the flavor of the treat, but they always like to be told they're good if you mean it. Uh, not so much if you're just talking. So, Bianca. Who was it? Was it you told me the other day I need to let it go about being called just a dog trainer? Mm-hmm. You brought it up a couple times. <laughs> <clears throat> so for the people who don't know... You like, would tell me to let it yeah. go. So for the people like Bianca who doesn't know, I actually wrote two books about <laughs> catching cows with dogs. Yeah, I'm going to take next first, week off and I'm going to watch all your videos, <laughs> the painful ones included. I don't have that many. And you then I'll read your week. books. You can do it in one day. <laughs> But the first Bianca, I can I can't accomplish anything in one day if you're the round to interrupt <laughs> me. <laughs> See, I'm trying to talk. See who's interrupting. So the thing is, for Bianca, is she read my second book first. 
no one Which informed me. I did not me. number them. It didn't them. say volume two. Book one and book two. But the first book I wrote has all the commands for a dog, right? The different breeds of dogs, the yes. different use for dogs. And why you like yeah. them and, and yeah. your and philosophy then, on the relationship between the cattle and the dog. And what it meant by get ahead, bay them up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she finally read that book, so I think she's enjoying it because she's I learning am. something. She's yes. learning about dog breeds and stuff. But it's just really, for me, I'd done that for, what, 20 years or whatever, and the other day we were out catching some pigs in the pissing down rain. I mean, it was like pouring water out of a boot raining on us. Uphill, Bianca supervising, me dragging pigs. And we caught two of them. And the lady, I don't know who the lady was that was there, but she's like, you're just a dog trainer. <laughs> and I had to laugh, even though it was pretty miserable. But And it was cold, too. But it's just the fact that now people's comments on there, you are just a dog a dog trainer. <laughs> so, but well, Marvin is a dog uh, trainer because of all of the livestock he had to get. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just funny how people don't even know you, but they've tag you with something. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. The world's you know, full of like, that. You're nothing but just a piece of crap, you know. Or, <laughs> yeah. That's not what she said. Yeah, she didn't say that, no. She just said I was just a dog trainer. <laughs> but at least she knew I trained dogs. She did know cool. that. Yeah. yeah. That was good. She did know that. Jody, yeah. you're staring at me? L Lily's. No, I would have much more to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> we are on okay. Facebook Live. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, nice. Do we have the bee? <laughs> yeah, I'll just be like Let's just say it was a good thing Jody wasn't yeah. there Because she would have defended her husband <laughs> I, I would have came down on her heart If you read my books yeah. You know there is one time in there That we caught three pigs Me and Jody did they were actually uh, our pigs. Yeah, they were. Yeah, out in the road field. field. Yeah. And he wanted to Grass use his dogs. I did like, use no. my dogs. <laughs> no, no. If you oh, read my man. book, my memory was really good back then. <laughs> yeah, it'll be but, Jody's. Someday we should have Jody's version of Marvin's yeah. short stories. Yeah. But you know what? We got the we got the pigs back. <laughs> yeah, I told her just to write her own version of my stories. That she I would read that. Yeah. yeah. So if anybody wants to know the version, mm -hmm. Jody version of Marvin's stories, just yeah. She'll have her own Facebook. So Lily line. says she does really want me to come down, <laughs> and I really want to come down. You hurt too, her feelings so. now. That's why she said. I'm not you. didn't hurt her feelings. Yeah. She's like, okay, Bianca, come on down. Yeah, I guilted her into saying yeah. she wants me to visit. No, but Lily, I do appreciate you training on Bianca while she's there. Keeping me in line. Yeah, trying to keep her in line. That's a pretty hard job. But you know, it is fun for me. It's just like with Lily and Jared getting to work with you and you yeah. work with them. Yeah. It was fun because everybody could share. And nobody there was stuck on themselves. No, yeah. Everybody just wanted to learn. It'd and be share. cool if the world of dogs, the industry, was more cohesive like that. I went yeah. down to a different dog trainer. We both learned from each other and yeah. had fun and never argued and and just and an, nobody and was like better than nobody. No, you know, even though yeah. he was a trainer, Bianca went yeah. there to learn from him. Yeah. 
But he was really looking forward to meeting Bianca and trying to learn more about the obedience side yeah. of it. Yeah, and Lily uh, absorbed mm-hmm. anything she could learn while yeah. I was down there, and I learned from her. She's been learning from her dad for who knows how long. Since she could, I guess, <laughs> learn. <laughs> Nine years, that's how old she is. So. But it is. It's really fun to see people like that that like to try to learn. And she has no excuses when it comes to training her dog. She maybe has a few excuses if she has to do her dishes. Yeah. But <laughs> she's really Chores. good at no excuses with the dogs. <laughs> Carrie Simmons, uh, hi there. Any suggestions on working with two dogs at the same time? Don't. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly the thing. You know, for me, always what it goes back to. Even now, with my dogs in the pen, I, Bear is my main dog. Mm-hmm. But now, if you haven't noticed since you left, I've been working with Roxy, Mari, and Callie. Like, I noticed your dogs have been almost acting like they're trained. Yeah. <laughs> I told somebody, you know, I've had these dogs two or three years. I think I'm going to start training on them a little bit. And this time, I've actually started doing it. But for me, I think what, the biggest mistake people always make is whenever you have a dog, you don't train it. You do whatever with it to a certain point. And then you're like, I need another dog, so he's got a dog to play with. And then you try to train both dogs at the same level, just like we was talking about ago. When, like you training cow dogs with Jared, or us doing obedience training in our kennels or problem mm-hmm. dogs, whatever. You can't get one dog and expect him to act like the other dog. No. There's so many different levels. There's so no. many different temperaments in these dogs. Attitudes, you know. Uh, I think that's one of the big problems with people is sometimes they get a dog and uh, they keep it in a kennel or loose in the house eating the couch all day. And you go to work and you come home from work and you're like, I'm going to train all my dog 20 minutes before I make lunch. I talked to Mariah today because I, I was struggling with, and everyone at the walk thought Scout was just a superstar and and I'm like, no, he's being a turd. And I said to Mariah, it was hard for me to go from Rebel, who's like dialed in and was doing everything great at the end of the week. And then I'm like, it makes Scout look like he doesn't know anything. And, well, she, and she's immediately don't. said, you don't train on Scout every day of the yeah. week like you just did. You just spent your whole week devoted to training Rebel. Yes. And you haven't done shit with Scout lately. And that's exactly and what I'm I like, said. Sorry, Scout. <laughs> and that's what we do, you know. We just, like you and, and even me with Bear, we throw them on their perch and they lay there and look cute, you know. Well, your dog does because he gets bath. Bear don't get bath. <laughs> but... They lay there and behave, and, and they are good. I mean, you know, to me, our dogs are better than They're most dogs. They're great dogs, yeah. <clears throat> but could yeah. they be better for sure? Right. And so when you have two dogs and you try to train on them at the same time, it's really hard. Yeah. You're better off. For me, I always, well, I, well before Bear, I always have one great dog. And people says Bear's a great dog. I mean, like yesterday, he done really good. He caught a couple calves, and, I mean, he didn't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, he done what I, I mean, he was two, 300 yards away sometimes, and I whistled at him down and screamed and hollered because sometimes he was getting stomped in the dirt, so I know he couldn't hear real good. <laughs> but when you have one good dog, it's easier to make another dog in some aspects because the good dog will stay out of the way and be good while you're training the other dog. hard thing about having one really good dog and then another dog is sometimes we don't train the other dog to be as good as the one dog because we always had the one dog to lean on. Right, right. And that's what happened to me with cow catching. 
I went to my pen, and back in the day, I got Jake, then I got Sport, then I got Tyson, you know. And because they were each one at their own time were my best dogs. But I would always get helpers, you know. I called them sickum dogs, but to go out and help me. But I always had my one good dog <clears throat> to keep things under control. Right. And so when you have the two dogs at the same time you're trying to train, you're always, in my world, you're better off to put one dog up, train on one, put that dog up, get the other dog out and train on that dog. Right. Until you get one dog to where they can stay on their place, you know, whatever it might be, a barrel or whatever. And then when you get to the point where you, you will get to a point if you put in the work where you can work the two dogs together, but like you helped me with Tilly and Scout, I wanted to go straight to Tilly and Scout healing perfectly. Right. I hadn't even tried walking them both on a leash. Yeah. And I just wanted them both to get it because they get it when they're in individual work. But I, I needed to just slow down and not. And always for get me, so I mean, even when I team rope, you know, sometimes slower is a lot faster uh, when you take a deep breath and think about it and have some fun with it. So hopefully that answered your question. And if you're in our area, you're welcome to come by and do a lesson with us, whatever. So, Brett, I think we should. Do we have any people on here? Uh, yeah, you have 10 people on here. So we should ask people, where are you all from? Uh you know, we, <clears throat> me and Jody went on our vacation. First time we've ever, uh, well, first time I've ever done something this relaxing where I wasn't in no hurry to get nowhere. I mean, we drove from here to Missouri and it took like four or five days because we just goofed off. We pretty much only drove during the daytime and uh, we parked at night. We had a little motorhome we stayed in and I was gone 21 days and it was just a blast, you know, but I worked the dogs a little bit in Missouri and then, uh, Louisiana, watch some dogs, me and a guy, buddy was working some in Texas, but we had a great time with it and got away. And then Bianca went down Mississippi and spent a week training dogs. And so it, it was a lot of fun for for both of us this winter because Bianca had never been back to that part of the country. And I uh, Never almost died from a tornado. <laughs> yeah. I drove on one little piece of road that I'd never been on. That was pretty fun for me. But so, Brett, you got anything? Yeah, uh, Vicki Stanley Thompson says she's from Dayton, Oregon. Oh, nice. Uh, <clears throat> so you can come do a lesson, not very far away. Vicki also asked, best way to train a two-year-old lab on leash, on lash, which I think means leash. Yeah, you know, you can go to our YouTube channel, and we've got a lot of leash training videos on there. Yeah, there's a category for leash training yeah, on there. Yeah, you can find it. Some people find it, some people have a hard problem with it. Beyond show me where it was the other day. So, but you can always come over and do a lesson too if you'd like. You know, you can get, anybody can get a hold of the office at 503-730-0827 or the new landline. I don't know what that number is. Uh, or you can email it go, it, When you call the 503-730-0827, it goes to the landlord. Really? Line. Yeah, we, we forward it while we're hmm. there so we don't have oh, to nice. keep track of two numbers for people. Cool. So... Uh, but for me, you know, I don't know, labs are so fun to train. That's the first dog I ever trained. And I have two labs now, and a lab German Shepherd crossed, and I got a Border Collie, and I got a hanging tree pup that's down at Jared's in Mississippi. So is Lily still on there questioning? I, I think that she's about to, to go to bed, yep. Well, good night, Lily. Yeah, I told her thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's late down there, huh? Two hours ahead of yeah, us. Yeah, it is, yeah. So, Brett, you guys know? That's it. We're caught up right now. So, Bianca. Yes. 
sir. I'm trying to think of a really good question to ask you. I brought my manners back from Mississippi. Yeah, they'll burn <laughs> off. <laughs> they'll burn off where you go get a refresher. <laughs> Bianca have a piece of cherry crunch pie. Yeah, she don't like cherry pie. I'm going yeah. to try it. Oh, my grandma you. taught me to try things. And oh. Jojo will bring you a big old plate full of it. You know. But no, she won't get mad at me if I don't eat no. it. Just you know what? Eat everything else but the cherries. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And it won't taste like cherries just because yeah, cherries. Because <laughs> the chickens will eat the cherries. So, Bianca, what's the best way to get a dog to lay down? Uh, Have Marvin do it. <laughs> no, that's only with uh, Shithead. Uh, Luca. With Luca and... Uh, Rambo. Rambo, yeah. And I really enjoy training Luca to lay down after I see if he's going to bite your shoe. But he did, but not bad. <laughs> no. He didn't even put marks yeah, on Yeah, once I realized he was just... He just like... Too, then I, I was could do good. It. But he stopped. <laughs> but you know, there are so many ways. And I watched... A, I told you I watched a really cool video on teaching dog to lay down. Uh-huh. Where a guy put him up on something like this table high. He, he brought him up a ramp you, like this. Yes. And then he got their front feet over here, and then he had them to sit, and then he took his leg, hand under their legs and arm and just yeah. brought their legs out and laid them down on the, t on the table. And, it, and we do it on the floor in the kennels in the round pen. We'll squat down and pull their feet out oh, and yeah. forward a little yeah. bit. Just anything we do to, a lot of different things yeah, if, just, if what we're doing isn't working. Yeah, well, and it depends on the dog, you know. Mm -hmm. If you'd done that with Luca, he would eat you. He would have. Now he wouldn't. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? He wouldn't eat you, but he would lick you to death. <laughs> Look uh, at Leroy. Good boy, Leroy. <laughs> Is he watching TV? He's watching us. Trainees, <laughs> <laughs> my dog trainees to watch Marvin's dog videos. I always wonder if you say good boy if they like get all excited when they hear our voice. Is he standing up? He's sitting down. I'm going to tell him to stand up and you tell him to sit. <laughs> that would be funny. Tell him to say, Leroy, sit. <laughs> Leroy, sit. <laughs> He's probably at the front door looking for me. This is He's my buddy. Who was it? Somebody's dog don't bit mine once in a while. And they play, they got a piece of my video with me growling. And they play it, their dog behaves. <laughs> It's pretty bad. I don't remember who that was. Good job on the pie, Jody. Yeah, this uh, is good. You know what? I didn't make it. This is Bailey. He is. He, Leroy's looking for us. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin, just huh? let him know that your dessert is from um, a fundraiser for Bailey for Oset. Mmm. Yeah. This I didn't make this. This is a cherry pie from her Oset. Thanks, did not Bailey. realize that. So, yeah. We're having fundraisers. Yeah, to, yeah. Tell people to take advantage, even though they, they're a little more on the costly side. It's for a good cause. Yeah. Bailey hasn't come up and hung out with me in a while. What's she doing? Busy. Yes. So they say. They're they're <laughs> busy. Very busy. Yeah, Aaron says that he's looking for you. He's looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be long until <laughs> Bailey will have a driver's license since so, she'll come yeah, see you want a piece of pie? Mm-mm. <laughs> I'll enjoy this one. Yeah. The secret is spit out the cherries. 
So I had too much chalky milk with dinner. <laughs> oh, yes, right. <laughs> so for me, I think that the hardest problem, hardest thing on people training dogs is the fact that the people treat their dogs like babies and they feel bad for them if they think their dog isn't happy. Mm-hmm. So, Brett, we got anything? Nope, that's it. We're all caught up. All right, you ready to bail off here? No. Oh, no. Uh, oh, one, no. One topic I want to talk about. Let's <laughs> go for it, Bianca. <laughs> one topic I want to talk about is that let's say you own a dog. We get a lot of these in website submissions, and so I feel like it's a good subject to touch on. Mainly because if you don't know that you can get help, you can. You have a dog for two years, you don't have any problems, the dog gets in a dog fight, and then it doesn't get along with dogs anymore. That is so fixable. With the right help. I know it's a good point. the right attitude. Something traumatizing happens with your dog where it gets attacked by a dog or has a bad incident at the dog park. It does not mean your dog, something has ticked and they're broken forever or they're never going to be able to be with dogs. You, you can almost always get them back to original programming. They just need a, a, a reset. And that's so true with people start to load their dog in the car and they fall out. Mm -hmm. And the people get traumatized and mm -hmm. they pick that dog up and put it in the car for the next 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. Rather than just getting some help and fixing it. Or you accidentally quick your dog's toenail. And then yeah. you take them to the vet to be sedated after that because they can't get their nails trimmed. There's so many of those things that are, I feel, The fixable. sooner you get help, the better. Waiting long for that. It makes it harder and harder and harder stew. on the people. Yeah. So what else is on your list? Um, that was one thing. And then... Do you think people know that you can go to a trainer and get their nails trimmed? You what? Do you think a lot of people know that you can go to a trainer to get your dog nails trimmed? <laughs> no, well, I think that a lot of people... Valerie says, is that gooey butter cake? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Cherry uh, crunch pie. Uh, yeah. It's pretty Very good, good though. too. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Valerie. Hey, Valerie. How are you? I see you well. I don't know if you're still in Hawaii, but you were over there where the sun shines. I think she came back whenever Moose left. Oh? Because that's who she was with was Moose's mommy. Oh? Huh, small world. It looked pretty warm and, and uh, fun there. Some of the people I was talking to was over there, which everybody's going over there, said it had been a lot of rain. But I have not been to Hawaii yet. Actually, it's not even on my bucket list. Really? I want. I hear great things about it. I had a buddy over there. Always wanted me to come rope with him. But I want to go like Maine and Hawaii, or Maine and Alaska, stuff like that. Go down south, see if I can skip tornadoes and stuff. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I really like the south other than the storms. Yeah. And snakes. <laughs> snakes. What? Chigger? Crocodiles. Yeah. Ticks and stuff. Are mm, yeah, terrible. no. Nope. 
mosquitoes as big as your saucer almost. Luckily, I didn't see any of those. It's wintertime, kind of. Yeah. I had another topic. Oh, this is kind of along the lines of what we were talking about. I'm going to have a puppy tip every week because I like training puppies. Don't buy one. Puppies that oh. don't. How do you run a dog business? <laughs> Go buy a puppy is what I mean. Just like slap him. No, puppies are so fun so if you fun. just realize you got a puppy and exercise them. Yeah, and a lot of other things. Yeah. But like you were talking about, it, and I, we posted something the other day. You will do the work either way. You will either do the work, and Valerie shared it and said you'll either do the work carefully raising them and training them, or you will do, do the work stressing and fixing their problems. Both are work. Sean O'Shea posted that, and it's a really, really good point. You, you, you won't skip, it won't be easy by not putting in the extra work when they're young and very it's a lot harder uh, to wait malleable until they get older. yeah it is yeah they're they're really easy to teach and lead and have fun with I, with the right program right you know for me it's always fun <clears throat> for me it's fun when people get here with their dogs to see how they interact with their dogs mm-hmm here recently, I seen somebody come in with a big eighty-pound dog, whatever it was, pup, and it drugged him literally across the parking lot in front of the barns, and then it drugged the guy around and around and around and around, and then I think the dog probably got tired, and he sat down, and the lady gave him a treat, and then I finally put my leash on their dog so I could get it, quit dragging the guy around because <laughs> I felt bad for him, but I later I asked the lady why she gave the dog a treat. And it's pretty much that she felt she needed to. Right. It wasn't even really that the dog earned the treat. <clears throat> she just felt she needed to give him a treat. And so she gave him a treat. So, you know, it's like, where's the line at, you know, on giving treats? And I've never been. I might start being a treat trainer. I don't know. The weird things happen. <laughs> I went on vacation. That that's was kinda, weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> so I might start training a dog with a treat. But, you know, it's like me working stock. We talked yesterday whenever we was getting those calves. My dog to bite stock is a got to be a privilege. And you at know? the appropriate time. Well, and it has to be for a reason. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, those calves wanted to kill him. And they were nice calves, too. But yep. they just didn't want to go where the they, we wanted them. was just rogue. Yeah. yeah. And so, even in those situations, it's no different than your dog chasing your cat. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I taught my sport dog. He'd chase cat. You'd see him go from the barn all the way to the other barn. We talk but about that a lot. But he couldn't catch it. Right. If a cat stopped and started to chase him, he had to turn around and run. Right. Yeah. And he knew that, but I've never taught a dog to do it again. And because your dog respected the cats, the cat wasn't running for its life. No, he was just playing the game, The too. cat knew the dog would leave it alone. Yes. They were just playing, but it's really hard. Like, Jody, she sits Rio on cats all the time out here. She does all yeah. the time. It's so funny. Yeah, and the cats and run. And the cats see the dog, yeah. and they run, and they have a game. And then yeah. the cat, you'd think the cat didn't like it, but the cat goes and hides, and Rio walks away, and the cat comes back out. Like, are we playing the game again? <laughs> yeah, and it's because it knows the dog can't bother it. You right, know? And right. So many people, 
You know, people sometimes hear what they want to hear. They don't hear what someone says. Or they don't understand it. Like here recently, I told somebody that they could not play tug with their dog. And so I think I messed up because I said I could. Mm-hmm. And so they ended up playing tug with their dog because they thought they could because I said I could. Right. But the reason they thought they could is because their dog behaved one time for a minute. And so they thought, oh, I can start playing tug now. And it got them back in trouble, you know. But I think that sometimes for us, we, me, I can't say you can't, but I could. Right. I say that because of the fact that I want people to understand that their dog respects me. Yeah, and I can stop. It's it. not like I can do it and you can't. It's like your dog could handle it with me yes. because of where where the relationship with the dog yes. is. Your relationship with the dog is not about respect and manners and then spoiling. It's they spoiled it and yeah. then they wanted to try to make it better and yeah, and that's what aggravates me is the the few people who don't. understand it, get it, whatever you want to call it, you know. I mean, I show them, you show them, or I can show them, and there's a lot of, not a lot, of very few of the people just can't get it. Right. They right. just don't understand it. They can't get it. And it frustrates me because, like, holy crap, what do I got to do different? I think there's a lot of people who want to love their dog the way that makes them feel good, not necessarily the way that's best for their dog. Well, it's true, and that's why we have such a good business. Is because people do that. They don't get all the respect, and they don't get to establish themselves as a leader. Right. And then they can spoil her dog. Right. You look at Rio, she's spoiled. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Scout now. He's spoiled. Totally. I mean, Tilly. Yep. You know, and some people would say Bear, Mari, Roxy, and Callie are. I don't say they're yeah. spoiled. They don't hang out in the house and sleep on the couches or nothing, but... I mean, they got good dog beds, and they get a bath once in a while. If they need to go to bed, they do. They get out all times of the day and night and run and play, and they get to be dogs, you know. But I think that it's just hard for people to understand that you need to be a leader for your dog. Right. And then how much fun and privilege and spoiling you can give your dog once you've built that foundation. Yes. Yeah, the sky's the limit what you yeah. can do with your dog. I mean... That's why we done a picture of Bluesy laying on the right, couch with Right, right. He can lay on the couch because he can stay out of trouble with Right, me. yep. You and know? a lot of people think you're anti-couch. You're not anti-anything. No, you just do whatever you can do. The foundation is really important. Yeah. So, Brett, you got anything? Valerie says, I hear that often. My dog behaves at X, but not with me. Right. Yeah. And I, I think it's so common and I, so, it's so many different things, too. Some people don't believe that... Some people think the dog is good here and only here. So we started taking dogs to town a lot. Yeah. The dogs are also good at in town. And it we're to a point now where the dogs can be good. Most dogs will do great for you, myself, and Mariah, and Jocelyn, and, and Jessica. Uh, Nancy. And Kay. Nancy. Okay, yeah. I mean, the whole list. And... And it's just a matter of any of the people who have put in the work to show the dog they are a leader. And all you have to do is do what we ask. We enforce it if you don't. 
and we give you a lot of privilege and a lot of time to have you fun know, if you do. It's funny for me because me and you've been going to more and more houses and Mariah too a little bit and working with dogs in people's homes. And these are dogs that have went home uh-huh. and not been good. And if we go there and the people are like, oh, I can't believe my dog's so good when y'all came in. It's like, well, yeah, because a leader's here that's going well, to accept I, that. There was one house where I'm like, devastated because the people didn't realize their dog could just go sit over there and stay out of the way. And it's like, how did I not teach that right? Yeah. (laughs) And we always talk about that. I mean, your dog, the house should not be the dog's playground. I mean, it's different. And this is this thing I said a while ago that I shouldn't say because people don't understand sometimes. But if you have a well-trained dog, like you talked about Tilly, you can throw the ball across the house for her. Yes. And she gets it, brings it back, quits when you ask, and yada, yada, yada. Yes. And if you can do that with your dog, then you can do it. But right. if you can't do it, don't even try it until right. you get your dog better, you know? But if but, she just started being dingy, crazy, and ran around the house with toys all the time because I was playing ball with her, I would cut back on that privilege or work on it. Yeah, for I sure. I wouldn't just think, okay, now she's crazy and yeah. dingy and in the house. And that's all it is. I mean, you know, you just cut back and go back to the foundation if you put a foundation on your dog, that it, I don't think it ever leaves. I mean, I think it's there for life. It's just a matter you have to go back to it sometimes and uh, reintroduce it to your dog that, hey, this is what right. it's got to be for a while. Right. It's, it's, I don't know. I think sometimes people just, they buy a dog, a puppy, because they need something to cry on and lean on and. Something to cuddle and have fun with. And they could do all of that if they really train it. I mean, you take some of the little dust mop dogs. (laughs) That's what they're good for. (laughs) They are. They're lap dogs. Yeah, but they still need to be good. Coco, Valerie's dog, was in Jocelyn's lap, my lap. A good portion of the time it's been here. (laughs) But it was always good. It was, yeah. And yep. that's and it the, didn't jump on us. No, and that's yeah. the whole thing about it is they should come to you and ask you if they can get on your lap. You say yay or nay. And Jocelyn should, and I often said yay. Yeah, <laughs> and they should come to your bed and ask if they can get on the bed. Right. And you yay or nay. And if that and, dog gets on the bed and growls at you when you ask it to get off, that's not a great privilege no. for the dog to have. No, it should like have to learn some more. Mattress. And you don't go buy it its own king size mattress yeah. and bedroom to resolve. You know, it one guy I, always, I don't even remember who the guy was, but <laughs> I told him I said your dog cannot be on your couch, on your chairs, in your bed. And I seen him. I don't know when it was later on. And I said something about it. Your dog's not on your chair and stuff? And he's like, nope. And, and the wife said, he bought him his own chair. Right. So the dog has his own recliner that he lays in. So right. And is that okay? I don't know. It works for them. But I wouldn't go in there and try to get the dog's recliner. <laughs> yeah. Because he no, might not. Like, that's yeah, not a good solution. No. That's a misunderstanding. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, that's what I said. He can't be on your couch or your chairs or your bed. So he bought him his own chair. So, it's, like you said, it's just misunderstanding. Valerie said she doesn't think it's just the foundation. There are so many dogs who have too much energy to, energy to focus, and she started asking if they have a treadmill and how much their dogs and puppies are napping. And I talked to someone today who said some people get so fixated on one section of what we teach. Okay, I get a treadmill and my problems are solved. Or, okay, i got to get respect from my dog not jumping on me and not pulling on a leash, and then my problems are solved. What we do is a recipe for success. 
if you work really hard on your dog sitting and saying, but you never get them any exercise, you might not have a great day with your dog. You know, for me, it goes back to horses. If I was always told wet saddle pads makes good horses, which means they worked and they sweat. But you don't get on the horse with the saddle without a bridle and just let him run through the mountains. No, yeah. He has to. It's not just that one thing. He has to be taught. Right, right. So to teach them, horses, you mostly put a bridle on them. Then you teach them left, right, stop and back up and whatever, you know. Right. But your dogs, you just teach them to come when you ask them, lay down when you ask them, be good when you ask them. Walk nicely if they're on a leash. We talked earlier about the puppies. If you're going to get a puppy, you should be prepared to make sure that he gets good quality exercise. Yes, yeah. And it does. I don't think it matters what else you try to do with that puppy. If he don't get exercise... It's less likely he's going to be a great dog. But if he only gets exercise and he don't get trained, he's still not going to be a great dog. And then... Like you said, they got to have it all. With puppies, it really is huge. Like the people who try to put the puppy in a crate, but it doesn't want to be in the crate. They say it doesn't want to be. I say that they haven't had the right way to teach it to go in a crate. So you don't... Your puppy doesn't have a space to go to. To take a good quality nap, another piece of the recipe. Sometimes, we always talk about teaching puppies not to be mouthy, but sometimes puppies, like that little Finn puppy, and he gets so ornery if he didn't get a nap. He needed a nap sometime. Well, yeah, you do. He need to put you in a crate. (laughs) (laughs) No, my recliner. (laughs) I don't even have to put a a leash on that. No, just tell it there. It is the puppy needs good exercise. And dogs, too. If your dog can't ever really take a nap during right. the day, dogs do not stay awake. But most dogs From 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah. Most dogs and puppies like to learn. They do. If you will teach them and have fun with them, I mean, there there is no limit. Teach them in teach. a way they understand. Yeah, and have fun. Not speak English and expect them to understand our language. Yeah, that's the hardest thing with dogs is people read them a book and they want them to understand it. Shalon with Naya says, hi, guys. Hi. The white doodle, the really cool one. Oh, yeah, the one yeah. that comes over that goes in. She has a puppy. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I haven't met it yet, but I heard it. We'll meet it someday. I've seen some pictures of it somewhere. It's pretty cute. So when's our next clinic, Bianca? Uh, Brett. <laughs> you know, we should be talking about it. we got a clinic coming up. we got barrel games coming up. And this spring, we'll probably do a few stock dog clinics. Yeah. Since we're going to have puppies to work. Yeah. Bianca can show everybody what she learned. She'd be like, get the gate, they're leaving. (laughs) (laughs) You can see my blood pressure go up. No, my blood pressure is going to be controlled by then. You know, you you talk about misunderstanding, you know. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to tell this story real quick about catching some calves. This guy was after this calf for like six, eight months, and they, they couldn't get it caught. They couldn't find it. And they finally found it on this farmer that had cattle and it was on the other side of the fence and they didn't know and it lived down that swamp for months and months eating drinking well an oak tree fell over the fence so the calf and then it could jump the fence and get in a field and go up on the opposite side of the fence where this guy's herd of cattle 
And this calf was rank wild. I mean, and feral. Yeah, the old boy that owned the calf, he asked the guy who owned the cattle. He said, hey, can we just open the gate and let my calf come in with your cows? Because they're already buddies. And then we could put them in your pen and load my calf. And the guy's like, no, your calf ain't getting around my cows. Like, dude, they've been breathing and snorting and farting on one another for six months through the fence. Why not let him on in? But he wouldn't do it. So I was out there driving Jody's little Ford Escape and had my dart gun in there and had ropes in there and tranquilizer drugs all the time because I was waiting to sight this calf. Well, they sighted a calf, so I raced over there from whatever I was doing. Get there, and I, this calf is so wild. I ended up crawling through the grass on my belly. Got there, and I missed him with my first dart. Pissed me off. <laughs> Second dart, I got him. Long story short, I finally got this calf. We got it roped down. We loaded it on a flatbed trailer because they didn't have a stock trailer, and we tied it down with straps and hauled it <laughs> to Wilsonville. I told him, I'm not doing nothing. I'm following in my Ford Escape. And so we get the calf home, and this guy's buddy's there, and he had had a few too many beers. Oh, no. So we had to roll this calf down a dirt bank, open two panels, and roll it into the field. It's tied up, so it can't get away. He told his buddy, he said, hey, shut the gate over there, okay? And then the guy shut the gate on the other side of his pen. We rolled the calf in there, shut the panels, get him untied, and jumped out. we jumped out of the panel. The calf woke up, staggers around, goes down there, and bumps the gate, and the gate goes open, and the calf takes off. And we're like, the guy's like, what the hell, man? I told you to shut the gate. Well, dude, you didn't tell me to latch it. No. Literally. No. So it's like the guy who bought the recliner for the dog. You no. did not. And so we had to start over. Luckily, he was still in the field. We darted him and roped him. And got him. But he literally said, man, you didn't tell me to latch it. And so sometimes when you talk dog training, that's how Pacific got Yeah, me. that's true. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Brett, you got anything? Uh, yes. Valerie said you can overexercise a young dog to the point where they shut down. You have to work their brains. Uh, where did that go? You have to work their brains as well as their bodies. Well, and that's always it. I mean, to me, that's part of the exercise is to train your pups, not just run them on a treadmill. Right. And that's what you was talking about earlier. Some people think you just run them on a treadmill. And you always go different speeds, different, mm -hmm. you know, lengths, amount of time. Mm -hmm. Puppies, I mean, you can do five minutes with them. Mm -hmm. And it's the same as doing 20 or 30 minutes with a big dog. Right. So, and it's the same thing with humans. I mean, you know, little kids run way more than me now because I don't even like to run. But it always just depends on what kind of physical shape something's in. Right. Whether it is a dog or a cow or a horse or what it is. I mean, I think you've always got to make sure that you... You've got to train the puppies. And to train the puppies, you can do anything. You can teach them to sit down, lay down, fetch something Stay that they on can a place. actually have. Yeah. We have those really cool platforms. So, but it's not about just uh, running your dog down. Shallon says, we have a puppy who's excited to come to a clinic in the spring. Yeah, we're excited oh, to have her. Did yeah. we find our dates? Uh, yes, you have one in two days. January 13th. Oh. From 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. What is Saturday. that on? Huh? Saturday. <clears throat> no, Friday. And then two days from now, today's Wednesday, so that's Friday. Friday. January 14th from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. That's So Saturday. we have one Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And then January Correct. 28th, you have barrel games. <sighs> so we have a clinic Friday night, Friday yes. evening, and then Correct. Saturday afternoon? Yes. Or Saturday morning? Saturday morning. 
afternoon. Uh, January 13th, that's Friday at 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. January 14th is 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. So, afternoon, early afternoon. All right, we need to bail off here. We got dogs that want to go play. Nancy can says, e evening, everyone. Great walk in the park today. Such fun. Hey, thanks, Nancy. It was fun. Valerie says, long story short. Good to see you, Marvin. You too. Y'all have Shallon says, with a puppy and an adult, we're using the barrel to take turns training them together. Yep. Now you're caught up. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher Podcast. If you found this information helpful, we suggest following even more of our dog training tips and resources on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher.